Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we finish the Provoke the Pastor series for 2021. If you have been following along, you know that once a year, the Heritage Bible Church congregation is encouraged to submit questions to Pastor Jim Harris for answers. Please follow along to today's portion of this week's message entitled, Potent Pastoral Potpourri. Sometimes with the arrival of a new era, there are new regulations or guidelines that are brought to bear, and they may supersede the previous era. Let me give you the biggest example of that one. Romans 6.14, for sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. That's one way you can contrast the New Testament and the Old. You were under the law if you were a believer. Now you're under grace. Old covenant, new covenant, another way to say that same thing. Or the next chapter, Romans 7, 6 says this, but now we have been released from the law, having died to that by which we were bound, so that we serve in newness of the Spirit and not oldness of the letter. So we now have this new thing that is brand new. You're a new creation in Christ. Now we're in the era where the Holy Spirit indwells believers. See Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, and the epistles. So let me define a couple of things for you. When we say dispensational, that's an adjective. Dispensationalism is a noun recognizing dispensations, and a dispensation is a period of time. Those terms describe observations and conclusions that we arrive at from interpreting the Bible from beginning to end. We follow the natural method of interpretation. We want to find out what the original writer meant for the original readers to understand in their time, in their setting, and therefore we understand what God wanted people to know in all of those phases of the revelation of His Word. We always look for the original author's intent for the original readers. Dispensationalism is just a way to summarize what we see there. Now, a few other bullet points. Not everyone who believes the gospel of Jesus Christ, believes the authority and inerrancy of the Bible, is dispensational. The other camp, and we're not talking about people who reject God's Word, among those who are brothers and sisters in Christ, there are others who don't like the term dispensational. If they don't just say non-dispensational, what they usually call themselves is covenant theologians, emphasizing a series of covenants in the Bible. Now, the problem with it is that they come up with a couple of covenants that aren't in the Bible, and they base their interpretation on that. Now, the good news is Scott Basolo is going to preach on the biblical covenants 
next month while I'm away for a couple of Sundays getting acquainted with my new knee. Uh, He'll show you how this unfolding is part of the plan of God for redemption, and He will um, show how they overlay all of the the rest of Scripture. It's a very, it's a wonderful study, and um, I'll be astounded if He doesn't beg me for a third week when He starts uh, digging into that. Now, the most easily recognized difference between dispensationalists and non-dispensationalists is whether you recognize a distinction between Israel, the nation that God chose, and the church, the bride that He is calling out for His Son. There is a saying, it's another one, I heard this when I was a brand new believer in Christ, and I thought, ooh, that's really cool, now I understand it. And then I found out, well, it's, you know, it's cool, but it's wrong. The motto goes like this, Israel is the church in the Old Testament, and the church is Israel in the New Testament. One group of people. So the church in that viewpoint has usurped or replaced, usurped the place of Israel or has been replaced in the plan of God. Dispensationalism recognizes that God still has plans for the nation of Israel. He will fulfill all of His promises to Israel during the time we call the tribulation and the millennial kingdom, but there is a separate entity called the church. A lot of overlap, a lot of similarities, same God, same plan, but two distinct groups. I want you also to understand a very important thing. Dispensationalism is not a system for interpreting the Bible. That, that is completely upside down. Dispensationalism is a set of observations and conclusions that are the result of interpreting the Bible in a grammatical, historical manner consistently from beginning to end and taking it for what it says. And um, some of our covenant theology friends kind of kind of get that mixed up a little bit. Now, we are dispensational. Let me suggest to you, it's pretty easy to see the eras that we're talking about. Uh, When I get a chance to talk to somebody that says they're non-dispensational, I like to kind of have a little fun and say, oh, yes, you are. You're Christian, aren't you? All right. So I would ask them, was anything different before and after Christ came? Is there a, let's see, in your Bible, let's see, there, there's that big part, it's called Old Testament, and the smaller part that's called New Testament, isn't that kind of two different eras? Well, okay, yeah, but I'm not dispensational. Okay, well then, is there anything different before and after the fall? Well, well yeah, that was kind of a biggie. How about before and after the flood? Oh, yeah, that was a real big one. How about before and after the giving of the law of Moses? How about before and after the rapture of the church? How about before and after the second coming? How about before and after the new heaven and the new earth? You've got to admit there are huge change points, if you will, of the manifestation of the plan of God on earth. It's all part of the one great plan. It's seamless. It all fits together, but there are distinctions, and we call them dispensations. So when we say dispensational, that's what we mean. And our non-dispensational friends are in for a wonderful, pleasant surprise when the rapture happens. Okay? Uh, and by the way, 
dispensationalism tends to go with premillennialism, meaning we see the return of Christ before a literal thousand-year kingdom on earth. But the questioner didn't say that. Thank you for not saying that. We can move on. The fourth concentrated piece of pastoral potpourri today, quite a question. How do we know truth? Logic, science, philosophy, historical, documentary, and emotional experiences are all tools, but not enough in themselves. That's a good insight right there. We know scriptural truth because of spiritual revelations through the Bible, but how do we know that our knowledge is a result of such revelation and not a product of our own minds and interpretations? Now, there's a good reason why I put this question last when I knew time would be short. Um, One factor is that as soon as I started thinking about this, I realized we could take this subject and disappear off into the weeds, wandering through philosophical discussions for days and days. We could talk about ontology, dealing with the, the nature of being. We could talk about epistemology, the, the theory of knowledge and how to distinguish uh, what is a justified rational belief from what is merely an opinion. Well, I decided, well, I don't want to do that. So I got to find a pithy way to approach this, that, to keep it you know, within, within a manageable amount of time and yet be accurate. So I thought about a lot of different ways to approach the subject, and I decided to put the question off till week two so I could have a little more time to do it. And then I started thinking about other ways that I could approach it, and I couldn't decide between them. So I, so I put it off to week three. Then I played the Basolo card, and I asked Scott, how would you approach this. And he sent me a marvelous outline that I, it, would, it, would, it would be great for about a, a month-long series of things to, to, to pick on all the things that, that he said. Um, and I put it off till the fourth week. And I put it off till the fourth question. And alas, despite my prayers, the rapture didn't happen. So here we are. How do we know that we know the truth? Last week, we were kind of on this theme. How do I know that I'm saved? Well, how do we know anything? Well, one of the things that Scott said to me was a a very good, boiled-down way to state something. Understand, everyone operates on the basis of presuppositions. A presupposition is what you tacitly assume before you investigate something and before you choose a course of action. It's a pre-supposition. We're going to suppose that this is true pre-before we go and investigate uh, something else. Now, I don't want this to be complicated or esoteric, but I want you to understand you operate on the basis of presuppositions all the time. You need to be honest about your presuppositions And you need to measure them against reality. To say you don't have a presupposition is a presupposition. You're you're presupposing that you're the only one in the universe that isn't assuming something is real before you go and investigate it. Now, I would suggest to you that the only irrefutable presupposition, the only one that, that squares always with reality is the presupposition there is a God and He has made Himself known.
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.